Sync and Desist, a multimedia network. Please enjoy. Hottest January <laughs> ever. Right now, I think it's it's like fifty five. I'm my way here. No, it felt sixty six. Did it? <laughs> well, probably. Uh, I had in, my window rolled down. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, no. It feels obviously it feels different uh, when you're sitting in the car and uh, the, the sun's just like coming through your windshield like that. You're just getting all heat. No, no cool air. So. I almost thought about turning on my AC, you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> I wish I had it. Not in January. Not in January. <laughs> but Georgia Georgia be like that sometimes. Yeah, it just makes you think, what's it going to be like in June? <laughs> right. It's going to go cold. Is that what's going to happen? It's going to have snow or, in June. <laughs> or it might be like we're living on the equator. <laughs> right. There's really no, no in between there. <laughs> yep. I, I wish I knew... I wish we had a winter. We had like a couple of cold days. Yeah. Well, and it got real hot. Well, there, there's still time because we uh, we had that big snowpocalypse. Uh, I think it was in, was it in February? It's, I know this was a few years like, back. but last, The year before? Last? No, this was like 2014. Oh, so not a few years ago. <laughs> That's a few years ago. Five, what, five six years? years six ago. years ago. Wow, okay. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think that happened in either late January or early February, I want to say. Just uh, the last snow that we had, it was in January. Mm. I just got a Facebook memory. <laughs> <laughs> Those Facebook memories are kind of like, you know, Sometimes you you appreciate that, like oh yeah, I remember that good times. And oh then, yeah, I remember that. I did that last year. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe remind me of something. Yeah, that's actually a memory. At, actually, what's interesting about that is lately I've been seeing a lot of posts from uh, three years ago, and man, I was in a certain spot, man, I tell you. <laughs> and the the thing is like... I just got that like today or yesterday. Too. Did you? Yeah. It's just like... You, you, and there was even times, um, I'd, I'd say even back a little bit further, like 2014, 2015, like I said some things that were pretty positive. Um, but I was like, man, I really didn't mean any of that. It wasn't genuine at all. Like, it was basically a cry for help because of what was going on in my life at the time. So it was more like, I want to believe this. Uh, and maybe I did believe it, but I wasn't living it, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. So, uh, yeah, Facebook memories, man, uh, they really, yeah, so stuff you forget about. It's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that could be good, could be bad. But uh, the stuff I try to forget. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but, uh, yeah, so what, what have you been up to uh, this week, this you know, fine, warm week? You know, just ducking Iran, um, but, 
Uh, just, you know, try not to get drafted. Uh, but we could go to war. <laughs> uh, but uh, my brother's birthday, my little brother that just turned 26, makes me feel real old. That was also a, a Facebook memory because I posted uh, like two years ago. This is my little brother's 24th or 25th birthday. Oh my birthday. God, yeah. Feeling real old. Yeah, I feel older, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that um, that picture of you and me with your dad and your brother that I saw um, was at your your place a couple weeks ago, and oh my god, I like I I had forgotten about taking that picture. Like I remember the night, but I forgot that we took a picture. Mm-hmm. Um, that was when we grabbed pizza. It was like pizza and beer, I think, around somewhere. the corner from here. Yeah, Over yeah, recording. Yeah, yeah, but uh, that was my birthday break. <laughs> That's uh, well, you you remind you just reminded me of that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know it was your birthday. But uh, yeah, so it was his birthday, and uh, it was it was pretty chill. But the night before, we went to the Trap Music Museum, which is Ti's museum here in Atlanta. That I don't know how long it's been going. Maybe for like two years, and. It's in like uh, it's in right in between Bankhead and downtown. Well, Midtown, I guess. It's right right by Georgia Tech. And I've lived not far from like within miles from it this whole time. <laughs> Never went. See all the pictures. I, I think I follow the Trap Museum on Instagram, see all of it. Have never been. And I've also never been to a, an escape room. So yeah. me and my brother, we both did that. And we went uh, went to the parking and they were like, uh, it's $10. We're like, uh, we'll find somewhere else then. And uh, ended up parking there and actually cash out the dude, $10, <laughs> which is real weird, but also like forward thinking, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, we, we we live in 2020. Yep. Uh, the Trap Music Museum is, for anyone that doesn't know about it, it's basically a cat time capsule of all of the like, of of trap music mm-hmm. is like literally the on timeline. the wall. It has the timeline, like all the, and this year all the significant contributions to trap music and just down every year up to present from the inception of it to today. Mm-hmm. And when you do when you do get an escape room ticket, you get to jump the line. And it's the escape room is like $30 and the actual entrance to the museum is like $10. So we went to the uh we So there's the an escape room because that's a literal trap. Yeah. <laughs> but uh so we go we sneak around back, not really sneaky because we, I mean, mm-hmm. paid for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we get in and they're like, okay, we're about to start the escape room in a few minutes. We need you to sign <laughs> this waiver. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, and we sign it and we check out the museum a little bit while we wait. And then... We go in and like right before we go in, like the dude is like, 
all right, you uh, with the curly hair, <laughs> he's talking to me. He's like, all right, you, I need you to knock on this door and I need you to walk in when they say it's okay. And like, there's music from the actual museum playing out. So I didn't hear him. I was just not like, all right, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then I just walk right in. He's like, hey, I said knock, <laughs> be nice. <laughs> and then uh, like I walk in and then they're like, all right, I guess the rest of y'all just following me in there. <laughs> and then, like, when you walk in, like, it was like this rundown, like, sketchy, like, seedy, like, a, like, room, like, house, like, mm-hmm. a living room, like, with a ripped up couch and, like, probably come stains in. <laughs> and then, like, That's in- specific. <laughs> And like in the uh, corner is like a strip pole, and then like there's a like okay, table, and there's a like together. kitchen and everything. <laughs> <laughs> then there's like there's a TV and everything. Uh, and then like they sit us down. No, first this dude comes around the corner with a gun and he oh, puts it in my face. I'm like, whoa, man! <laughs> I just walked in here. <laughs> Say hi first, and and then uh, uh, he just. Tosses me a duffel bag with like two bricks of cocaine, <laughs> like with two bricks, <laughs> and, and then uh, like they're like sit down, like at gunpoint, like sit down, and then they play like a video, and like Ti is on the VHS, and he's like telling us like the rules of like, and he's laying out like the story of like the escape room, like. There's a drug bus and the task force is on their way. If you can find all the clues, you can get out and you you'll escape and you'll you'll get to flee. But you gotta do it in X amount of time. And then the dude he Ti said 45 minutes, and the dude was like, "Look, it's a 30 minute escape room." Ti lied. <laughs> <laughs> and so like we go through the escape room, and like you're looking for different stuff. Like it's real dope. Like. They're like a whole lot of magnet tricks and stuff. Like if you line up all the pots on the stove, like all, if you line up all the Pyrex pots on the stove, <laughs> uh, like because you got to cook crack. <laughs> um, <laughs> like if you line up all the stoves, all the Pyrex pots on the eyes of the stove, then like it'll light up and it'll unlock like a door. So like, it's kind of like Scooby-Doo kind of. <laughs> It's an R-rated version of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but just like run, just make a long story short. Uh, it was dope. Me and my brother, like we were like, we carried the weight of the team. Like the dudes from the escape room were like, the two of you can like do this by yourself. Like you, you don't even like need us. Really. <laughs> it was like, we're taking your lead, your cues, you know? <laughs> and then like, there's a refrigerator in there and then like we unlocked the refrigerator. There were so many like different like puzzles and like stuff in there mm-hmm. you had to solve. So I don't even know which one that was that we, I don't even remember, but we unlocked the uh, refrigerator and then it, the door opened and it was a tunnel and then there's another room. It's like me and my brother, we got us through all of that. Mm-hmm. And then we go into the other room through the refrigerator and then like there are like questions like, like there's trivia the dude asked three questions 
and it was like Gucci and Jeezy trivia. I got all, <laughs> I got both of them. And they're like, damn, yeah. It, it was like, uh, what is, uh, actually, I'm not going to say, because if any listeners go, I'm not going to take the answers. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I answered them like, and they're like deep, like, yeah. they're like deep pools. And like, I, I answered them and like one dude, they're like, how many ounces are in, in a, in a brick? And we we're like, ah. Like me and my brother, we were close, and he, this dude was like, "Oh, oh, it's thirty six. He's like, "Yeah, it is," <laughs> and, and that had nothing to do with uh, music at all. He, like, he was like, just straight out, like, "Yeah, so how many ounces are in the brick?" He's like, "Oh, thirty six. <laughs> oh, Lord, <laughs> he's like, "Oh, he's been here before. <laughs> he's done this before." <laughs> and then. Uh, yeah, like we like we got through the whole escape room and everything in record time, and like the dudes were hilarious that like worked for the escape room, because like there's a panic button, mm-hmm. but like you have to, I unlocked a safe in the second room, and then on your way through, because you have to go into the other room into the kitchen, because I had a missing piece that I unlocked out of the uh, safe, the panic button is on the way out but the refrigerator <laughs> door was closed so i thought because it said push to unlock or whatever i hit the escape button i mean the panic button they're like y'all are doing so good this is this dumb ass just hit the end game button <laughs> like, uh, they're like roasting this. everyone like dude called me chico the barge and he's like like it's like they're not actually insulting you like it's like yeah like yeah just kind around, but like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Like we hit record timing. Like we got, yeah. we breezed through it. And then like, we did the skate, we went through the museum and everything. And like, it's well thought out. Mm-hmm. Like it has all, it pays homage to the old, uh, trap music, like artists and even to new people, like the baby, is in there and like mm-hmm. Kodak Black and like a whole lot of new like people. New school, and like, yeah. there's a whole uh, uh, corner dedicated to uh, Nipsey. And also, yeah, there like, there's a whole hallway kind of dedicated to Jeezy. There's a whole kitchen dedicated to like uh, Gucci and the 1017, like that whole area. Era, yeah. Like, so this, so this is definitely like gonna be part of you know, Atlanta, like, attractions, you know, things to do in Atlanta, like the tourist attractions. Yeah, like, T.I. said, like, he's going to keep it open as long as people keep going. Yeah. And, like, we, right before we went to the Trap Music Museum, because, like, in that kitchen, there's, like, pictures of, like, Waka, Flock of Flame in there. <laughs> Days before, me and my brother ran into yeah, Waka. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you just saw him. Yeah. One, one of my old friends um, used to work at uh, Zaxby's, he uh he showed up there and she got a selfie with him. It was so funny. So he's real cool. Yeah. Real yeah. Yeah. No, he d- definitely doesn't strike me as one that's like, yeah, I'm a celebrity. Like, stay away from me, kind of a thing. Yeah, he was know? like just his zoomies with his kids, just chilling. Yeah. On skateboards. <laughs> <laughs> but that that seems overall too. This seems like a great like bonding time for you and your brother. Mm-hmm. You we know. bonded over stuff that we know about <laughs> trap. Yeah, right. <laughs> so that that's really that's really cool um, that you got to do that. 
you know, and this whole time it was like right near you. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, um, yeah. And I think like, and your brother's really cool too. Like, you know, I haven't interacted with him like too, too much, but I think it's, uh, I think it's really cool that you guys have the relationship that you do. Um, cause you know, there's, there's some siblings, you see it, you know, with some of your friends, like this sibling rivalry that, you know, or just they're distant, they're not there. Um, whereas you guys, there doesn't really seem to be any that, that like tension necessarily. I mean, you know, not, not that you, you hang out 24 seven or anything like that. Y'all, y'all both have your own lives, but. Mm, we don't live together. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. Well, I mean, I'm even referring to even when you did live with him. You know, it's like y'all y'all have your own lives and stuff. But um, I just think it's cool that you know you guys aren't like super freaking distant. You know, like some some siblings are. Now, I'm an only child, so I don't know. Uh, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> like a while ago, I was like just sitting there, like Brad's, Brad doesn't have any siblings. No. <laughs> <laughs> you would have known about it. But, <laughs> But it's, it's funny, yeah. Some people ask me if I do have a sibling. I was like, Brad, I met your sister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and I've also been told, or I've been asked, do you have a sibling? And I'll be like, no. It's like, okay, because you look like somebody that I used to know or something. I've gotten that so many times. Like, you look like somebody I know or somebody I used to know. I'm like... Okay, you know, <laughs> I don't know how to respond. Well, you can get to know me now. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh also seems like, you know, anytime I, I change my look and I post a picture, someone will always compare me to some celebrity and it's always someone completely different. Mm. And I'm just like, okay, I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> Have you gotten g Easy? Because I gave you I Bradley ha- Walden. Yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't gotten G's. You got it on the denim jacket, and earlier I was sitting there like you were talking. I was like, looking like he just ducked his head a little bit. He looked a little bit like G's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll definitely take that as a compliment because because Halsey. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> I mean, you know, but um. Yeah, I guess, uh, you know, maybe there's no good way to segue into what we wanted to talk about, you know, other than, um, although we are talking about um, maybe sibling companionship, you know, that could be kind of a segue into it. But, um, but before... We can still talk about drugs. If we could, yeah, we, we could make this episode about drugs. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, you we were talking beforehand about, you know... And we've talked about going to bat for your friends, you know, before. We've talked about that in a previous episode, but there's something I guess that we kind of wanted to delve into a little bit deeper on that. The other side. The other side. Um don't make me sing the song the other side. Yeah. Um but yeah, just like as far as reciprocation. Um because oftentimes you you know, you you do go to bat for somebody. You know, you you're there for them. You're, um, you you guys have have that relationship that you you feel like is give and take, but um, you know, from each end. But sometimes it's more take from the other end than give, and that's kind of where you feel 
it's it's unbalanced and it's it's sort of that that unrequited love you know that like hey i'm i'm giving but you know it's it's not reciprocated you know so yeah and i think you and i both have experienced that at some point you know in in our friendships or, or even relationships um like intimate relationships as well um and it's it's also it's it's funny that you know you talked about this um before hitting the record button you know but like i had been kind of noticing that lately with people some of the posts that have been going around too um that this is a subject that's kind of in people's minds right now um some people that i know so um surfacing this is is kind of it's good it's therapeutic um so yeah you I guess, you know, there sometimes like when you have a friendship with someone and it starts out a certain way and then you start to feel it fizzle out. I think that hurts a lot because mm -hmm. you, before you know it, it's like it's changed, you know? And it's like, like what happened? You know, like what happened along the way? Like what, what made us lose that? Um, and so that, and I'm, I'm dealing with a lot of that right now, personally as well. So, um, how, how do you, how do you deal with something like that? You know, I, uh, coming to you about like, you know, how, how would you handle that situation? Um, you know, do you just, do you try to mend it or do like, or do you just not, would that feel too much like you're, ch you're chasing after people and it's like, well, I'm, I'm just going to back mirror what they're doing and back off a little bit and do my, do my thing regardless of, of whether or not they're reciprocating my efforts and, and love and everything. You know, I think that that's definitely a hard question too. Cause like mm -hmm. sometimes we don't always know what to do. Um, and we just kind of, it's, uh, go through the motions. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I knew, like, one of my friendships had come to that point when I really took a step back and I looked at, like, I've grown so much in these past few years, mm -hmm. but why is this person the exact same person that yeah. I knew when I met that person? Sometimes people don't grow with you. You, you know? either grow together or you grow apart. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just how it is. Like, you... Because it'll just always be that if the one person stays and never changes and never grows and the other person does, you're going to weigh that person down. Hmm. And like Jay-Z said, like uh, one of his like closest friends, like while Jay-Z was uh, rising like in his stardom and, and fame, like in his career, like early on, he said his friend his real friend had to put had to back away because he knew what he was doing was going to be a liability to Jay-Z's success so he had to cut himself off from that friendship cuz he knew he was going to drag him down mm. so it's like uh just at work is one thing like being a manager like i can go to bat for you and if you don't hold up your end, if you don't reciprocate, if you don't uh, 
confirm what I just went to bat for you, if you don't do your part, then I as a manager can just cut that off. Mm -hmm. Like I've done that. Like I've been, I had to do that twice this week already. Yeah. So like, and that and work it's, is one thing, but a, a friendship is completely different. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. All and right. Like, even if you are friends at work, like in either way, I mean, you're you feel the weight because you're carrying not only your own but theirs too. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to determine at what point do you need to just like pull back. You know, and it's like like you said, you ask like, do you mend or you just at distance they're like mm-hmm. I tried to like so now I try to mend it and if not then I back away mm-hmm. but like if it if to no avail yeah I just back away but I there is always like that that stubborn like part of me where it's like cause I've always been a lone wolf like fine yeah I don't need you anyways and then like times like that that cold like just move on as quickly as possible kind of like thing like just rip the band-aid off like it's done mm-hmm. like i'm good like but that's not healthy <laughs> so like I, these past few years i've been trying to like work on that to like mend it and if not then like i gotta yeah i gotta bounce you know right like it, it's not working because like you're supposed to give you're supposed to get out what you put in mm-hmm. and if you're not then what's the point? What? Why are you putting in? Yeah. Like, you also have to find, like, what is your purpose in a person's life? Are you here for a reason, season, or a lifetime? Mm-hmm. And you got to figure out, like, where you are. And sometimes time can tell you that, but you also have to kind of know for yourself. You got to figure that out. For yeah, I guess, like, even, even with, um, like, with dating, you know, I've heard... By two years, generally, you know. I, I've heard two years. I've heard three years, but we'll just go with two years. The two by by year two of dating somebody seriously, you will know if they're the one or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I never understood like how people could be together for like ten years and still be just dating. Like, yeah, you, you don't s- know yet. <laughs> yeah, you you see that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like I've I've heard similar like with friendships like. If you're still friends after three years, then that just means, like, generally, uh, and that's like a lifelong friend, mm. you know, because, um, yeah, yeah, I, I guess, like, with time, the times friendships have changed, like, especially like with social media, like, it's a lot faster these days. Yeah, true. Like, all the people from like three years ago that I saw that were best friends don't even they don't talk know anymore. each other anymore. Yeah, like they don't. Yeah, like yeah. going back to the yeah the Facebook memories thing. It's like you don't realize how much things have changed until you just like look back. You know, because everything's so gradual. They're like it, you know it just it just feels like change is just natural because it is kind of slow, but like just you know look looking back right right there it's like wow things really have changed you know Mm -hmm. um i don't like even friends from high school like i think i I really only have like two i don't know anyone else from high school 
I don't talk to anyone from high school. But like, yeah. I, like see them on Facebook. Or yeah, like I'm I'm probably friends with a good maybe like I don't know, like 15, 20 people from like from my school and then church in general, like I, you know, probably have a good like 80 friends from church, you know, through middle school to high school and all that. But like, I don't talk with any of them. You know, I, I literally just have probably like two, two people that I actually still talk to every now and again, um, you know, from high school, middle school and high school. But all, like all my closest friends now, like I just, you know, maybe met in the last one to three years. So it's, it's just, it's crazy how, and like, if you told me like 10 years ago, like the kind of people that I'd be friends with now, you know, I, I probably wouldn't believe you because <laughs> like just the, the total different types of people like that believe different things, you know, especially growing up in the, in Christian community and stuff like the friends I have now are just like all over the place, like beliefs wise. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's crazy. But I, I also, I really appreciate the, the diverse group of people that I'm talking to because I feel like it's really kind of giving me like a bigger perspective of the world. It's not just such a, like an echo chamber, I guess. <laughs> so I always say like people are a case by case basis. So it's like, some people do want to change and grow, but yeah. it's like sometimes they're those people that just don't. And they, they, like we've talked about a lot on this podcast, like being stuck. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people are stuck. And I know people that are the in the exact same place that they were when I met them. Mm -hmm. And you have to want to change and grow for yourself. Like no one can do that for yeah. you. Yeah. Where that's where the whole show intervention is about. <laughs> True. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it can be where you're at can be an addiction. Like everybody's addicted to something. It doesn't have to be a substance either. Yeah. Every, everybody's addicted to something. Pain. Um, and there are some people that, you know, they're weighing their options, right? And they just see that like there's more value in staying the same because it gets them more attention and value from other people. That's and, another thing we could talk about another episode. Yeah. Attention horrors. Yeah, it's a whole other subject for another podcast for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of that going around. Definitely. Mm -hmm. But I ain't validating you. <laughs> <laughs> but um to random side note, this tea is fantastic. I made this tea and it's damn good. <laughs> he also made it a while ago, right? I did. It's cold. It's cold right now, but it's still good. It's that good that like, even though it's like freezing. <laughs> Must be real good, Brad. Yeah, it, I mean, yeah. Hey, you want some? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> want some best friend? <laughs> We're that close. You we have known <laughs> each other for three plus years. <laughs> That's true. We can at least share our germs, okay? <laughs> no, you did get me sick and then I got healthy immediately. So you did cure me before. That's true. <laughs> I was testing your immune system by in injecting a little bit of... Uh, Toxicity I got, I got real bad the rest of the day, <laughs> and I felt great the next day. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, gosh. Yeah, but vaccinate your kids, though. (laughs) 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 Oh, Lord. Yeah, no, but uh, I think that about does it for this week's episode. I think, uh, yeah, just join in on the conversation. Maybe you got some toxic friends you want to drop. (laughs) Yeah, maybe we can counsel you. We can coach you through it. Like, hey, tell me. What if we had like uh, people sending their stories and we answer them on the podcast? A lot of people do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm open to it. Let's do. It. <laughs> Let's go. Everyone's doing it, Brad. <laughs> so therefore, we should exactly right. <laughs> no, no matter, yeah. Don't go against the grain. You no, know? I don't care about your problems out there. It's just ours. No, <laughs> uh, but uh, thank you all for stopping by this week, and we will catch you next week. Later.